0: It is the Odd Couple. I am Chris. He is Rob. We are live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. And if you are a valued customer, you know, of any company, but particularly a credit card company, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation every now and again. And that's why Discover Card matches all the cash back that you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations do apply. Our friend Greg Jennings all-around renaissance man joining us at the bottom of the hour. So keep it locked for that. But we got a lot to get into. And, Rob, let's start with the NBA. But you got, you got something to open yeah, up
2: Yeah, I, I definitely want to ask you, uh, what, what's up with the Nets starting times? What am I missing? Why is the Thunder Nets game starting at 830 in Brooklyn? Yeah, uh, good question. The other night, the game started in Chicago. Was a ten p.m. 10 o'clock. start? What? Yeah,
0: which what? would be nine. I assume there was Central Chicago time. time. Well, nine. Yeah, and you're what? right. What? And it wasn't. Well, last night that was national TV. So but tonight, can, an I get that tonight doesn't Brooklyn? make sense. That doesn't make sense. Eight thirty is bizarre. I I don't know. I, Rob G, look into that. Yeah, why, that, why, you're right, Rob, that, that right? makes no
2: sense. The last two nights have been strange. And like I said, last night, okay, you got a national game. Right. You're trying to adjust it. 9 o'clock Chicago is not that bad. But 8.30
0: Brooklyn. Uh, and I for, will say this, Rob, 9 um, o'clock for a local game, don't you think that's late?
2: I think that's late. And funny, Chris, in the 70s, uh, Hal McCoy worked for the Dayton Daily News covered the Reds. Guess what time the game? And you know this as a kid growing up in 60s. double headers, I know that. But you know what time the game started during <laughs> in the 70s? Remember, every game wasn't on TV, so the right. games went faster. Okay, they went faster back though. Okay. Then. You ready? I, 840 first pitch, Chris. During the night? week. Yes. <laughs> I guess at night, yeah. What? 840. Why? That was the starting time. People used to go home, get off of work, go Go home, home have dinner, and then go to the ballpark. Can you imagine going to
0: a game at 840 on a school night? (laughs) I I will say this. If I mean, remember, it was so much less to do back then. You had three. We've talked about it before. You had three channels. No, there was nothing to do. Yeah, right. Games weren't on TV anywhere near what they are no. now. Right? So, you know, you go home, relax. What else are you going to do? You didn't have access to movies like you do now, video and, games. And
2: also so the food I, I at the ballpark it. wasn't where you could go have dinner. They just had ballpark food. In the old right. days, a pretzel, right. An right. ice cream, a hot dog, right. a drink. And now you go, you can That's have a lamb chops at the ballpark. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, some of those layouts, man, especially right. in the so. baseball stadium. Oh, yeah. They're nice. All right. Uh, let's go from there to the NBA, Rob. And last night, and, and I think we talked about this, you know, Lakers had a little four-game win streak last week. And, it, you know, oh, wow. Is, is something happening? LeBron's playing great. They're starting to win. But we both said, look, they beat the Hawks. They right. beat the Blazers, who are horrible this year. They beat Sacramento. They beat Minnesota. Let's see them play a good team. Lo and behold, Memphis comes into the place and Molly whops them. And then last night, they meet a bad team again, the Kings, and they lose. The Kings were on a five-game losing streak, Chris. They weren't Kings playing are well. Bad. Well, even, Rob, even when you look at the Lakers' victory, and the Lakers are 21-21. and 21. It's not like they're 10 games below 500. But even when they beat these bad teams, the games are close. Right. They don't they I mean, very they're, they're seldom it. blow anybody oh, out. Gosh. No. So, um,. But last night, Russell Westbrook, and Russ has been struggling mightily, Rob. Let me his, read to you. What is last, his last game. three? Yeah, last three well, games? His or last, four games? Yeah, you could be, I'll go his last three two for 14, two for 12, four for 14. Eight points, six points, nine points, Rob. In the month of January, it's only five games, but he's averaging 12 points on 29% shooting. And get this, has yet to hit a three pointer this month.
2: That is incredible Chris. Where oh for he is 12 from 3. And we watched a video that we brought up earlier uh that Barstool put out. And Chris, I like it, it's it's an embarrassing video. It's shocking because the misses are incredible off the top of the backboard. And it's only Lakers,
0: Rob. It's right. not like
2: his career. No, no, this is this is this year. And if you were to look at that video, you would be like, "Oh, they must have collected all of his worst shots in
0: his whole ten-year career." Am I right? Right. But but even for that, and 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 I, you look. I like Westbrook. I mean, I've I don't, I don't like what he, the way he's playing with the Lakers. I don't think he's a fit. But I've always but you said, said that from the day dude's one, though. Icon, right? But he's gonna be an icon just for the triple doubles and all that. But uh, Rob, I. That was way too many air balls for a career. I don't think you'll find – I mean, LeBron every now and then will shoot an air ball, right? No, that was – it was was unbelievable. That was – I don't know how many air balls it was. It was tons. And then you said it, the bricks off the top of the backboard. Off the top. Yeah, it it was bad. And and last night, did you see what they did to him in Sacramento, Rob? Every time he got – when he was introduced, and I know you remember this song – they played. You're as cold as ice. Oh yeah, Who's like that? like right. Yeah, yeah yeah. I don't remember who that was. Rob, Alex, Is you can Chicago? find that. Out. It, that sounds like that sounds about right. Eric, Chicago. Cold sounds as about ice. right. But then they would play every once in a while. Ice, ice baby. Ice, ice baby. Like they just throughout the entire night. They let him have just it. Just rode him, and um, Rob, I, I'm gonna say this. Look, I I think. And then I know you want to get into who you think's to blame for this whole debacle. But I, I just think Russell Westbrook, and I've said this for years. This is not new. This is not since he's struggling with the Lakers. His legacy, he's an individual spectacle. Like, he's going to go down as just this incredible phenom who wasn't greatly skilled. I mean, we saw that. You you talk about the air balls and the bricks. Um, but was so athletic, so nope. energetic, so determined – Played so hard that he did something that no one else in the history of basketball has done. And I know, I've said it myself, getting a triple-double today is easier than ever because of the long rebounds and that guards can get now because so many threes are taken. But still, nobody's done it, Rob. And this dude's done it, what, four years? So I do give him credit for that, and I think 30 years from now, People will look back, and unless it becomes commonplace to average triple-doubles, you know, a, a few stars do it, people will look back at Russell Westbrook and say, man, this dude averaged a triple-double four freaking seasons. Just like we when we talked about Oscar, Rob, what was the first thing we thought? Triple-double. It wasn't he won the championship with Kareem. It was triple-double. And so no, I think that's what it'll be for Russ. No, I, I get
2: all that. I, I just think sometime when you watch somebody – And it says bad that he struggled. I don't know if everybody watched him as much, Chris, when he was playing for some of the other teams. And now that he's with LeBron, I just think it's just because they were, they they expected to have this great team and have a chance to win. And it's just not coming together. So I think that's why it looks worse. You know what I mean? I'm sure that he's gone through this. And as you said, not as skilled, but athleticism is, is tremendous. Um, What I'm going to say, though, is if I'm looking at this team and the way it's put together, I'm going to put the blame on LeBron James. Wow. I'm going to call LeBron James the Dr. Frankenstein of the NBA. (laughs) He's the guy who put this monster together. He's the guy who's the GM. He's the guy who signed off. He can't say that, oh, no – You know, this is the front office and I had nothing to do. I was sitting there one day and they called me and said, you're getting Russell Westbrook. No, I don't believe that for one second. And there was a talk. There were pictures that they posted like that, a powwow uh, with Anthony Davis. Am I right, Chris? And he was there and they portrayed it like he was putting it together and he talked to everybody and, Hey, can you do this? Are you going to be able to bend and play this way for us? And this is going to work. He told everybody who criticized it, keep the same energy, go back, all that. Well, and there was remember there was the talk that he was going to play power forward. Yep. Remember that came out. Yep, all that. So now, and LeBron's playing great. That's fine. But he's the Dr. Frankenstein. He put this mess together. He wanted the name of Russell Westbrook over a buddy heel. Who wants a buddy heel? Even though he probably fit in better with his perimeter shooting, he didn't want him. He wanted the four players on the top 75 to be on the Lakers. He said, look at the Nets. They don't have a buddy heel. They got three stud stars. I'm going to build my team with that. And most NBA people criticized the addition of Westbrook. It wasn't a second
0: guess. It was a first guess. It was head-scratching, Rob. When we heard it. Before they even traded for it, just the the report that they were talking about trading for Westbrook, everybody was like, no, no. Because I I thought it was – Comical. Like, I, I shot it down right away, and I didn't think it was going to happen, Rob. I was like, no way. No way they're doing that. Now, here's what I was told I was told that the front office wanted Westbrook, that they were talking about Buddy Hill as well, but that they wanted Russ over Buddy Hill. I was told that LeBron, it's been reported that he was the driving force behind it. Maybe it's true. I'm just telling you what I was told. I was told that LeBron was not the driving force. What I was told is that he he was fine with either guy. He was like, look, I've always liked Buddy Hill since Oklahoma. That'd be great. But he was totally in on Westbrook too. Like he wasn't, no, 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 our games won't match. He was he was in on it. And like you said, we saw him meet with Westbrook and Anthony Davis and all that before they even made the trade. So So he had to have a bit of a sign
2: off, though. Yeah, I mean, he definitely
0: signed off. Yeah, he definitely, at the very least, he was like, yeah, we can make this work. And what somebody told me today was that where, because I don't think LeBron deserves blame. I'm not where you're at. But what somebody told me today was that where LeBron, the blame with him lies, and it's somebody close to the situation, right? Said in him thinking he's so good that I can, put, yeah, I can make it work with Russ. This like is not I 10 can make years it work ago. With right, right. You know, and, and if you look at LeBron's past, Derrick Rose, uh, Isaiah Thomas, you know, the little Isaiah Thomas, not the legend, all these guys bringing it. And, Rob, you, all those guys, I never thought they'd be able to play with LeBron because of the way LeBron plays. Right. Kyrie could do it because he was such a great shooter. But if you are a ball-dominant player like Isaiah, like Derrick Rose, like Russell Westbrook, I just don't see the match with LeBron. And LeBron felt like he could make it work. So that's, that's what I was told today by somebody close to this, that that's where they think his blame is. Yeah,
2: I'm going to say that uh, he got starstruck about names over. Sometimes it's not always about the big name. And for everybody else, Chris, to look at that and just about, I'm not saying everybody, but just about. No, it was just, yeah, yeah. And everybody else went, what? Like LeBron didn't pause there for a minute and think, maybe I am like overdoing it. How could so many people <laughs> push back on this, right? Chris, so many. Right. And he pushed back on the people that pushed back. Yes. On. And now yeah. what? So I think, I, again, LeBron is the blame, and uh, because he's the de facto GM, that's what I. Believe.
0: All right, I, I put the blame on the front office because even if LeBron, and again, I'm told he wasn't pushing for it, but even if he was, you're the GM. You make the – LeBron is locked up. He's got, what, I think two years left on his deal. He's not going anywhere. You, you know he's not leaving the Lakers just for family and lifestyle reasons. So I think if you're going to put blame, it's on the front office. But let's see what you guys think. 877-99 on Fox. Here's the question. How much blame does LeBron James deserve for the Russell Westbrook debacle so far this season? Your turn away in. I couple Fox Sports Radio. Wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it is the I couple, Chris and Rob, coming to you live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we're brought to you by AutoZone, which has the free services that you need to help you get back on the road, such as their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. And with over 5,600 locations nationwide, AutoZone is here to help you save time and money With their free services. Getting the job done just got easier, folks. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. Auto zone. All right, 877 99 on Fox. Who's to blame for the Lakers' debacle this season? Rob says it's LeBron. I say it's the front office. Who say you? LeBron, Dr. Frankenstein, all right, Esteban in Orlando.
2: You're on the odd couple. Fox Sports Radio. What you got?
3: um, For starters, it's Foreigner that did Cold as Ice. She, that was, foreigner, that's Foreigner,
2: right. that's right. I said Chicago, call. Foreigner, call. thank you. Right.
3: Chicago is soft, they don't do that hard. Yeah, you're but right. I blame the front <laughs> office. Hey, I blame the front office. Oh, we're losing. The Hello? Front over and over. But how successful was it? It got him one championship. So, it's wait, you said you, who'd you, who are you blaming? He's, He's blaming the, he the front
0: office. The front okay, office. Okay, the front office? Okay.
3: Because. Formula to get you there, but it
0: hasn't won you really
3: the one championship.
2: Why do they keep doing this? It's beyond me. What formula? The formula of. We got a bad cell. Yeah. Sorry, Esteban.
0: Because uh, here's the thing, Rob. The, the, the formula, I mean, obviously the Lakers win championships. Now, they had Jerry West won a lot of those, you know, as an executive. But, you know. I, I, they go after stars. They don't develop players. We know that, right? No, they don't that. develop young players. But they this
2: play, stars. but this star didn't fit. That's the problem. No, Dave, Exactly. David in Miami. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, David? First of all, guys, without a doubt, who, any, who anyone thinks it was on LeBron, he controls league. He's kidding me. But other things. We, all right, we got some bad. Yeah, cells. these are bad connections. He, for some he, David reason, David said guys. it's LeBron that anybody that anybody's kidding himself if they think LeBron didn't have something to do with it. Um, or he said
0: if he's not running the whole thing with the league.
2: Right. Right. Okay. Let's go to Earl in North Carolina. You're on the iCouple hey, Fox Sports Radio. Hey, that's a good phone right there. What's up, Earl? Girl.
3: Hey guys, uh, good to speak to y'all. I've been following y'all for years. It's really good to be on the show and speak to y'all. Thank um, you. Great to have you. Uh, for me, it's kind of, i got to say it's LeBron first because I really feel like he's he's pulling the strings of everything that's going on out there as much as I respect him as a player. Uh, I just never saw this being a good fit. And the only way that I thought it may be a good fit is because LeBron is getting older and he's going to play Less minutes, right. so I thought that Westbrook could fill in that void of 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 I think scoring and LeBron all of that. Thought
0: too, I think that's what he, LeBron thought too.
3: Yeah, that that that's the only way it was going to work to me. But, it, but, but it's but, just but, but, really sad because of of uh, Davis. He's he's really the key, and it's really sad how he just is not there for the man. He's just but, not but,
0: taking but, the bull by the horns.
2: No, not at all. That's, but Earl yeah. Earl and Chris Chris, we've talked about this is that notion about LeBron playing less and it's about uh, A.D. and Westbrook. But eventually, we both said this. All three of them are going to have to play at some point together right. if they're going to win a championship. Right. So even with that thought in mind, which I understand during the regular season, if LeBron were to take a, a back seat, let them win those games, Chris, without – burning him out, then they'd have everybody together, but it wouldn't fit then. So I still think it was a bad plan from the standpoint that ultimately in order to win, they need all three and ultimately all three of them don't fit together. Yeah. They just don't
0: fit. Yeah. Yeah. They don't fit. And, And Rob, here's the thing too. It's a fallacy. Now maybe in a couple years, but LeBron doesn't play less minutes. Right. Can we say that? Like, like LeBron is always – he's still playing a ton of minutes. All right? And and I'm not mad at LeBron for this. And, Robert, you can weigh in, too. D- do you think LeBron, Kareem's record's in the back of LeBron's minds? Heck, yeah.
2: No, that's why he's doing what he's It's in the front of doing. his mind.
0: Right. And I don't blame him. I mean, we all want individual accolades. No matter how much we may want to win, be a team guy – I don't blame LeBron for wanting to be the all-time leading scorer in NBA history. And I think that, like, Rob, he's averaging 37 minutes a game. Wow. So, he's not going to play less. But you are right that, you know, the thought was he might be able to sit out some games. Or if he gets hurt, which he has the last two years, then Westbrook will be there to play with AD and they can win those games. Here's what I think the problem is with Westbrook, Rob. Obviously, it's not a good fit, but beyond that, he's lost. I think Russell Westbrook is really trying and really willing to kind of try to do whatever the Lakers want him to do. But he doesn't know. I don't think he has any clue of how they want him to play. Uh, One day they're telling him. Go ahead.
2: I'm just going to stop you from that. I, I, I agree with that. But Chris, the misses and the shots, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, right? No, they're no, they're no like
2: they're, they're horrific. Like no matter no matter what they're asking you to do,
0: right? Like those shouldn't be your shots. Like but you see, I agree with you. But here's what I'm gonna say: they have told him play your game, Russ, be Russ. But then he said it the other day, Rob. He said, I, I think they are having trouble learning how to play with me because I'm playing so, diff- so many different ways. He said, one moment I'm in the dunker spot by the basket. Then I'm setting screens. Then I'm cutting. Then I'm handling the ball. And, Rob, we see LeBron do that all the time. But here's the problem. Westbrook isn't as skilled. And Westbrook can play one way, Rob. Full bore, I got the ball, I'm controlling the tempo, and that's how he can play. And if you take him out of that, he's not going to be very good. And I think these last few games, Rob, he is trying to step back. He's not taking a lot of shots, 14, 12. He's not turning the ball over because he's not trying to do as much, but now his, his misses are highlighted. I agree. There's no excuse for an NBA player to shoot that many air balls. Right.
2: That, that's what I'm There's talking no about. There's no doubt right. about that. that but, that's shocking uh, when I, you watch the video.
0: Yeah. I, I just think he's so out of sorts and out of sync and out of rhythm that a guy who wasn't a good shooter in the first place really is looking like a horrendous shooter. All right. It is the odd couple, Chris and Rob, 877 99 on Fox. You better weigh in next hour. We got Greg Jennings coming up in a moment. But first,
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: Let this marinate for a minute. Yes. Hey, hey, Greg, Greg I do have a quick
2: question, too, before we get to football real quick. We What's gotta, up? Talk Sean, to me. But Sean from Sacramento, we were talking about football players using Viagra for circulation on cold days. Well, it's because. Least, did you
0: hear Bart Scott? Did, about using Viagra? I did not. Let me explain him to Real context quick. to him, Rob. All right, so Josh Allen apparently has some circulation issues, and he says when it gets really cold, sometimes cold. he has trouble feeling his feet because of circulation. And Bart Scott, dead serious, Bart Scott said on Get Up today he should use Viagra, and he said back when he played. Him and several of his teammates use Viagra on really cold games because it gets your blood circulating.
3: Have you ever heard of that, so, Greg? It makes sense to me. I have never heard of that. Okay. Now here's, here's
2: – well, I wanted to ask you, since you never heard of that, Sean from Sacramento said he's heard that weightlifters use Viagra before big workouts to increase their pumps and muscle size. Is that
3: true? I have heard of that. Honestly, okay. yeah, I have heard of that. Okay. Yep, I have heard of that. Uh, but I've never. Have you tried it? Man, I have not tried it. <laughs> yeah, it, it, theoretically, so you gonna, you gonna, it makes sense. You gonna, you gonna send me some so I can so I can hey, oh, it you it go. got a you whole <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hey, hey, I eat them like M and M's. What? <laughs> <laughs> All, right,
0: All let's right. let, let's go here, Kansas City, and we. We heard Ben, Big Ben, you heard him say they have no chance. I know he's playing mind games trying to get his team ready and maybe get Kansas they City to no overlook them. Okay. Do you, I, I, look, I think Kansas City's going to win. But do you think, I mean, is there any chance? What chance do you give Pittsburgh? I mean, we've seen strange things
3: happen before. We have. We, we really have seen strange things happen. However, um, they don't. they They're not going to win this game. Uh, we saw this play out in a, in an ugly fashion for them about three weeks back, three, four weeks back, and I just don't see them being able to do anything offensively Uh, to where they can come out big. Now, defensively, they can challenge them. They can definitely challenge the Chiefs defensively, but can they sustain throughout four quarters? And that is predicated on is your offense wearing you down along with the opposing offense, meaning can can the Pittsburgh Steelers go – Sustain some drives, have some long drives where that defense gets rest and they can continue to do their job effectively. I just don't see that happening, so I'm, I'm rolling with the Chiefs in Greg, the landslide on this one.
2: Let me ask you Does the NFL have a black head coaching issue problem? Yes. Cully yes. got fired. We got one black coach in the NFL. He's never had a losing season, but for some reason, uh, and, and I, I made the case that, you know, like Cully won. More games than than Dan Campbell, and everybody's doing high fives about how hard the Lions played and giving them credit. And Cully's already out the door. Talk talk to
3: us. Yeah, this is this has been a problem, and I, I think it was you who really brought it to my attention, um, even with the NBA. Uh, but when you see. The, the disparity between uh white coaches, white head coaches and black head coaches or minority coaches. It's it's just it's too large. And the opportunity and the leash that they're on is so much shorter. That's what is so frustrating. That what in my opinion, that's what escalates everything and heightens all of these firings. It's like the leash or the leniency is like, whoa. Really? Three years and, and, and for, for Brian Flores, and then you got Sully with one year and the turnover, and then you got a team that we saw, yes, for bad, but just like you just stated, they fought. They beat a Chargers right. team that was trying to get to yep. the playoffs. They they fought. They fought against the Titans the, week, the last like, – Beat the Titans. This wasn't a team that just laid down. So, yes, they need to improve, of course, but firing the head coach who I believe had the locker room but did not have – have the personnel that's that's just not right.
0: Yeah, I agree. There's no way he should have been fired. I mean, what did they expect?
2: Right. You know, he I mean set up that they weren't good. gonna win. Right. That's
3: what I'm saying. You start what? the season and and it was controversy all around your quarterback who's who set out the entire season. Greg, like, we, we, Rob and I were
0: saying that the players and it's unfortunate it has to be on the players, but the players have the most power. And we think the black players need to step up and do something. And I, I don't, I don't think individual players, but I think as a collective, like maybe through the players' association or something, but step up and do something to say like this has got to change. Now you've got one black coach. Now I, I'm guessing there'll be one or two maybe hired during this cycle, but right now you got one black head coach.
3: Yeah, I, 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 I can't put it all on the players. I mean, obviously the players um, have some type of say collectively, but individually that's that's hard and every, every situation is different. Um, and so when you look at Brian Flores, for instance, with him being out, like that for me was the biggest, what are you doing? And I've been down in Miami, I played for the franchise, I understand the ownership. I, and, and and I remember exiting out and I remember sitting um Panabom was the was the general manager at the time and he asked me how were things going and I said, Man, it's dysfunctional from the top down mm. and everybody points fingers without taking ownership. And I look at the situation with Flores and I'm like, Where is the accountability? Where is the accountability of what you did with those draft picks, and and that's where I feel like they just don't get a fair shake. The minority coaches, they just and don't. now they
0: do have a black GM in
3: Miami, they Chris do. Greer. Yeah, yep.
2: right. yep. hey, hey, Greg, we got one more thing. We got about a minute. I I said that I thought Brandon Staley should be on the firing, he should be fired, and I could directly look at him and think that he caused his team not to make the playoffs, a lot of calls that he lost that Chiefs game, going for it on fourth and two at your own 18, just giving up points in a game you wind up losing and then you know he proclaims that he's big and bad he's got a great quarterback and we'll go for it whenever we want and go for two and when he had a chance to win the game in regulation he opted just to, to tie the game even though they had all the momentum what did you make of of staley's you know play calling and what he's done this year and did he hurt his team this year
3: well, I definitely think he hurt his team. However, in saying that, I really like Staley. I, I like his posture as not, not only as a head coach but as a man. I like how he communicates with his guys. The messaging is correct when you're dealing with men, when you're uh, trying to allow them to make sure that this is their team and you have input and you have vested input and we're going to listen. Uh, but, again, he was a rookie head coach. And so for me, I give him that grace this year because he was a rookie. I don't care, about. I get it. The personnel was great. We expected a tremendous amount from Justin Herbert and the rest of that team, and they fell short. And he has to take ownership. I believe he will, but I believe he will be better because of the mistakes that he made and he will be able to learn from them. All right. And he has the opportunity to because he's not fired. Right, because he's not not black.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? (laughs) All
3: right. Thank you, Greg. We
2: appreciate (laughs) you, brother.
3: Absolutely. You guys have Uh, a good one. You too,
0: bud. Carson Wentz might want to get his resume together. We'll get into that next. I a couple Fox Sports Radio.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
0: All right, it's a TV theme song Thursday with the iCouple. We're live from the Fox Sports Radio studios. And we're brought to you by AutoZone, which has the free services that you need to help get you back on the road. One of them is their free AutoZone Fix Finder service. And they've got over 5,600 locations nationwide, folks. That's why they're always there to help save you time and money with those free services. Getting the job done, just got done, just got easier. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. Auto zone. All right, Rob, we talked about this Monday, about how Carson Wentz, you know, you were a guy that's been in his corner in the past. But, look, losing – a winner go home game to the worst football team in the league. It just can't happen. And today, the GM for the Indianapolis Colts, Chris Ballard, he actually left the door open and wouldn't commit that Carson Wentz will be their quarterback next season. He said that he can't make any excuses, and he's acknowledging that the club has to evaluate everything. Uh, going into next season. And so he wouldn't commit to Wentz being their quarterback. Um, When he was asked about it, he again said they're going to look at everything. And then he said he wouldn't make a comment on who's going to be here next year or who is not. He did say this, our passing game has to be better. It just has to be. I can almost see the frustration coming off the page, Rob. <laughs> no, but it I, just has to be. I, I,
2: I gotta say, I think he was in full right to say after you lose, all you got to win. No, you're not. You're not worrying about anybody else, Chris, on the schedule, what they're doing. You just have to win the game, and you get in against the worst team. And Carson Wentz didn't play great. The defense didn't play great. They were they were they were giving up points left and right. But Carson Wentz is the guy you went and got. And he needed to play a great game. And he didn't. He played terrible. So they can't guarantee him anything. Nobody should be safe on a team that should have made the playoffs and should have won a game. I think Ballard was was within his rights to say there is no safe haven
0: for anybody on the Colts. I totally agree. And let me ask you this. Because we know Carson Wentz had issues mentally in Philadelphia. One, Nick Foles, you know, when he got hurt and had a great season and then he got hurt, and Nick Foles goes in and leads him to the Super Bowl. And from that point on, it was just different for Wentz because Foles was right there behind you, and he's the guy that's won the Super Bowl. He had the statue and all that. The players in the locker room loved him. And then they get rid of Foles. Foles. And then bring in Jalen Hurts. And that seemed to be an issue for Wentz as well. Um, He doesn't – I don't know that he wants this type of competition, Rob. Do you have any concerns that with the GM putting it out there like this, that Wentz mentally, it it, it might make him fall apart? No, I I
2: think he knows that he's fighting Chris for his uh, NFL career at this point. Seriously. Like, like we could talk about – his ability, what he what he can do, and the guy before, you know, some injuries and now mental stuff, is a talented quarterback. There's no doubt in my mind. But he's not playing like one, and he hasn't played like one for a while. So right. my only thing is, if you if you can't compete at this point and push back and fight, Chris, then we can't use you. If you fall apart because there's another quarterback in Camden, what 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 good could he be to the Colts?
0: Totally agree. That's the thing. Like at this point, it can't be, oh, we're worried about nope. Carson crumbling because there's competition for his job. Well, well, if you can't, if you won't beat out a guy and fight for it, then you know what? You're not going to fight for it in a game. And we saw that. And I, again, he's not the only one to blame. And I don't know. I'm not saying, I don't think he fell apart mentally against Jacksonville, but he couldn't get it done. And that's where if he crumbles under competition, then you just got to say he's not the guy for us. All right. The thing is this, Rob. I don't know. I, I don't know what the future holds for Wentz, if not in Indianapolis. Now, there are teams out there that need a quarterback. Denver, the Washington football team, Pittsburgh, Carolina. You know, would they – if they cut Carson Wentz in Indianapolis, would one of those teams take a swing at him? Maybe. Absolutely. No,
2: we've seen a lot of guys, Chris, keep getting opportunities because they're just – in this big country of 330 million people, I hate to break it to – there's not 30 good quarterbacks for the NFL. <laughs> Am I right? There's not 30 guys, Chris, you could
0: tab and go, oh, yeah, he's going to be quarterback for next – there's not. The thing is – and I hear you, and I think he would get a shot – but Frank Reich, I don't know if anybody's in his corner like Frank Reich. And I thought Reich did a good job with him this year. And had, had they won, won that the game, game it yep. would be totally
2: different cuz totally we'd different. be talking a different tune and
0: Absolutely. they didn't win. Yep, and that's how that's how delicate the situation is, Rob. One game can really you know, determine the course for the rest of your career in some cases. So Carson Wentz, um, they could cut him for $15 million and, and wouldn't have to pay him the last two years of his deal because they're not guaranteed. But uh, we'll see what happens. Keep an eye on that one. It's the Odd Couple. We got an hour left. You know what to do. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio.